It's not about politics, it's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, and we're going to pass the ball. He's just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get it and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year. Everybody and happy early Thanksgiving to everybody out there watching the show. This is just football's final show of the week as we are taking a little break from the holidays, but we got one more jam-packed show for you here today. Plenty to talk about Thanksgiving food, plenty to talk about NFL teams, and eat Mike even a segment combining those two things. Oh, well, we are comparing clever. NFL teams to Thanksgiving food. Of course, it's the season; that's the topic. But Mike, how are we feeling today, my friend? I feel fantastic. Last show going into a holiday weekend. I do love Thanksgiving. As a football holiday. Of course. There's three-game lineup from noon on, just being able to sit on your couch, drink, eat. It's, 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 it's one of the best adult holidays, in my opinion. So you are, you are somebody who holds the line after Halloween, and you're like, no, 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 we can't put the Christmas tree up yet. No, yeah. It. It's still Thanksgiving season. Once the Thanksgiving's over, then we can get, move on to Christmas. But right now, focus firmly. I would like to know how many people in the chat already have their Christmas tree up. I want to know. Too many, probably. I want to know how many of you already have your Christmas tree up. Quinn, do you have your Christmas tree up? Be honest. I do, yeah. Do you, do you really? It is way too like soon. Like for a couple days, yeah. It's been Tyler, is that blasphemous soon. for you? Is that blasphemous? Let's, yeah, let, let's just pump the brakes, right? Let's get through this. You know, too many decorations to go through. These are like all of your decorations that are here on the set. So <laughs> My uh, I actually... My wife. My, my wife. No, but uh, I saw, did you already see in the chat? We've got some slander for cranberry sauce. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> the cranberry sauce is stupid. Tyler came into the set like 30 minutes ago and was guns blazing that neither of us had uh, cranberry sauce as an emphasis of what we're going to talk about later on the show with food. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to it. He came we'll in, get, he came we'll in guns blazing. Uh, we want to hear from you guys the entire show. This is going to be a fun, relaxed show. Of course, we're going to talk about plenty of football, but we're going to do it uh, with a holiday twist. So all of the categories that we're going to talk about, we want to hear from you guys, get you guys' opinions on both Thanksgiving and the NFL into the show as much as possible. Had a thrilling, and by thrilling, I mean absolute blowout, pointless, boring game on Monday Night Football. Sorry, I'm just being honest, yeah. with the San Francisco 49ers taking down the Arizona Cardinals. Any takeaways? Any early takeaways? We don't have a full segment for that game, but like, any thoughts at all whatsoever? My early takeaway is give it to you, New Mexico City, before we put a team over in Europe. That would be fun. Ooh, I mean, it'd be, be yeah, travel would be a lot easier. Yeah. So, that's my one takeaway. Okay, the game's done. all right. My take is that Cliff Kingsbury should probably still not be the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, but perhaps we will get there. Shout out to Hopeful Lions fan. He was our chat champ yesterday, back in the chat today. And we got a lot of talk with the Lions because Lions are one of the six teams that are playing on Thanksgiving, so we're going to preview those games as well. Quinn, can we get a question of the day here for us to start this show off? Yep, obviously going to try to keep this Thanksgiving related. Um, Beautiful. Beautiful. Only four teams. In NFL history, four current teams, I should say, have not won a game on Thanksgiving. Name those teams. Only four teams have not won a game on Thanksgiving. Oh, man. Name those four teams. This is a good question. So I, I think you got to lean newer teams, right, and, and teams that aren't NFC because at some point they would have probably played. The Bears or the Lions. The, the Lions or the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. So... Hmm. Houston Texans. Texans seem like one. Jaguars, right? They would probably be a newer Ooh, one. Jags have also been bad. It's so. also bad. But early 2000s, could the Jags have captured a Thanksgiving Day game? I don't know. It's a guess. But so, I do like where your head's at. I like where the logic is Jags, going. Jags, Texans, maybe even like the Ravens, right? Because they're new-ish, newer, and haven't you know, been the AFC. You don't have a traditional opponent for Thanksgiving Day. Um, I think who else would be there? Quinn, is the Bengals an answer? Is the Bengals one of the teams? I feel like the Bengals are one of the teams. Yeah, they might be. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and give that to you. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I got it. I got it. The Bengals are one of the teams. I knew it. All right, so Bengals, Texans, Jags, Jags. Ravens. Mm. What about a West Coast team? What about like an NFC West team? But see, they, they would have played. So, like, the Cardinals used to be 
in the same division as the Cowboys. So the Cardinals would have probably won right, one we, of those at some point. No, 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 no. no. I'm saying okay. the AFC. Oh, AFC, a- West. AFC okay. West. So like Chiefs. Right. Chargers, Broncos. Do you guys want another hint? I feel like Chargers is a good guess. Chargers is not a bad guess. Like uh, can we get a hint like halfway through the show? Okay. Can you yeah. like just halfway like just show. like butt in, butt in and give us a hint halfway through sure. the show? I think right now the four that I like: Bengals, Lock, Texans, Jags, Chargers would be my fourth one. Okay. Okay. All right. That's my uh, those those are my those are my early guesses there. Those are my early guesses. We already got people popping off in the chat for this one. Texans, a lot of votes for the Texans. Jags are one of the teams. Somebody said Browns. Dave. Oh, Dave Salfaro said Browns. Dolphins. Rams. I could believe Rams. I could believe Rams, but they are an NFC team. So I need to hear from Walt. Walt, please give us your answer. He said the Decatur Staley's. I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably. <laughs> they probably didn't win one, but they're also probably a little. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I like, the, I like, I like where we're going here. DT Dynasty said this is a top-tier question. I agree. This is a fantastic question to get us kicked off here for the day. Another way that I want to kick off this show by giving thanks, right? Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. It's the name of the holiday. And we've got plenty of things so far that we are thankful for this NFL season. So Mike and I are going to get the turkey noise yeah. in the background. It's going to kill me all show. I told them to just fire it in at random times. So if you see me laughing, it's probably because they played the turkey noise in our ear if you guys couldn't hear it. But uh, let's give three. Let's each give mm-hmm. three things that we are thankful for this football season. And like I said at the top of the show, we want to hear from you guys as well. Tell us what you are thankful for this football season. It doesn't have to be something with your favorite team, although it certainly can. A player who's playing really well, a coach, just an offensive game plan, how they've been doing, an approach, whatever it is. Tell us something that you've been thankful for. Mike, what's your first one? My first one is parity in the NFL. Mm. I am very thankful for it. While it makes my job more difficult in terms of predicting what's going to happen <laughs> on Sundays, I think it makes for a much better product in the long term when you can be a team like the Cincinnati Bengals, go from the number one overall pick to the Super Bowl in two years. You can be a team like the Giants that go from hopelessness that they felt last year under Joe Judge to now 7-3 and three in the NFC East. I think that's what makes the NFL, part of what makes the NFL so great. So I am very thankful for the parity we are seeing across the league this year. And it feels like good quarterback play. Right? Yeah. I mean, like that's another thing that goes into the parody. I didn't I didn't write that one down, but it's just like that's that's that feels like it goes into the parody is that there are so many quarterbacks that have really stepped up. You know, the two that yeah. come to my mind immediately are the Seattle Seahawks and uh, the Philadelphia Eagles with what Jalen Hurts yeah. is doing, what Geno Smith are doing, right? That's so much fun. That mm-hmm. is so much fun when these quarterbacks are playing well and you've got a lot of teams that are going head up against each other, making the NFL a lot of fun when there's some good quarterback play to it. I won't go Homer on this segment, although I will give a shout-out because while I was walking here to the office, I thought of one, and I was like, you know what? I do need to give a shout-out to that, so I'll do that at the end. But outside of anything Tampa Bay-related, I am thankful for the Seattle Seahawks' current 2022 draft class. This draft class has been a monster and is a big reason. I just mentioned Geno Smith, but this Seattle Seahawks draft class is a big reason why they are playing so well, why they are including themselves in that parody in the NFL. You look at the couple of the top guys that they drafted, Charles Cross, Boye Mafe, Kenneth Walker, Abraham Lucas, Kobe Bryant, Tariq Woolen, all of those guys standing out in some way, shape, or form. Sometimes it's been massive. Um, massive contributions to the team that have gone a long way. Sometimes it's just been a little bit from each of those guys, but collectively, the reason why I am thankful for this rookie class is because it makes my job as a draft analyst so much fun. When you can point to something like this and say, look at how this team nailed it mm-hmm. and how quickly they turned around. For as good as Geno Smith has been, Geno Smith isn't doing what he's doing without Kenneth Walker. Geno Smith isn't doing what he's doing without those two offensive tackles, right? The team itself isn't, the, the win-loss record is not what it is without Kobe Bryant, without Tariq Woolen, without those guys, almost 3,000 snaps already just from this rookie class. And that's something that I love to point to as a draft analyst to say, look, if you take the draft seriously, if you nail these picks, if you get the right guys that are there for your culture, this is the result. This is how much fun it can be, and that's why we pay attention during draft season. Yeah, and I don't want to say the PFF draft board nailed it with the Seahawks, but the PFF draft board also nailed it. They had cross third, Lucas 49th, Tariq Woolen 85th, Kenneth Walker RB1. Like, 
But come on. It's right there. Come on. It's right there. We gave it to you. The yeah. proof was in the draft guide yeah. pudding. I was going to have one of these just be like thankful for all the players I was high on coming out playing well, but that's, <laughs> that was a little self-serving. So my next one that I'm thankful yeah, for Yeah, what do you got? It's just going to be the 2023 quarterback class. We actually have some good Ooh. quarterbacks to talk about. We don't have to talk ourselves in to a Kenny Pickett, a Malik Willis, and say, oh, you know, maybe they two or three years are going to turn to the guy. No, we can actually talk about guys who next year are going to be able to start for NFL teams. Four guys right now that I would put ahead of any quarterback from last year. We didn't have a guy in the top 30 at the quarterback position a year ago. Four guys ready. Bryce Young, Will Levis, CJ Stroud, Tanner McKee, Anthony Richardson working his way up towards that. Bo Nix working his way up towards that as much as it pains me to say. This is a good quarterback class. May not be the best we've ever seen, but there are guys here worth taking a shot on. And for that, I am very thankful. No, but it's it's exciting. Yes. You know, like you said, like it's just it's it's turning draft season into talking season a little bit. There's just things to talk about. There are things to evaluate and uh it was. We were we were stretching the quarterback class a little bit thin, it felt like last year, because we knew we had to talk about it because we knew that teams were going to value quarterbacks, as they often do, very highly. This year you got Bryce Young, you got CJ Stroud, you got Will Levis, you got Tanner McKee, and that doesn't include a guy like, you know, Anthony Richardson who could be in the mix as well. A guy like Michael Penix Jr. is coming on. Like there's just there's so many different quarterbacks that feel like that we're going to be able to talk yes. about this upcoming draft class. Not all of them are going to be first round picks, but I think there are going to be a lot that are going to go within, I'll say, the first three or four rounds, which always makes a draft class very intriguing, and it makes it great for the teams that aren't doing so well that know that they need a quarterback too. So makes our job fun, makes it fun for fans because they have a little bit of hope for the next season. So uh, I'll, I'm going to want to read off a couple of things that you guys are thankful for before we move on. Uh, Hunter, thankful for Tony Pollard. Cowboys mm-hmm. fan, gotta be, or just a fantasy football owner in uh, Tony Pollard. I know a good friend of mine is in a dynasty league. He's been holding on to Tony Pollard for like four years. It's finally paying off for him. So I know a lot of people are in that boat as well. Uh, David's thankful for seeing Justin Fields have a breakout season. He's thankful for Saquon Barkley. Nathan, that is thankful for fantasy football. Now I want to. Uh, Nathan, what happened in fantasy football? Tell me, are you like first in your league? What happened here? Why are you thankful for fantasy football? Gustavo, thankful for Chris Jones. We talked about this yesterday. Chris Jones playing incredible. Easy to be thankful for. Very easy to be thankful for. Uh, The Burning Ham, got to be a Giants fan. Thankful for Brian Dable, Joe Shane, and Odell Beckham Jr. coming home. I don't know if that one's official, but the wish can still be there. Uh, Jason says he's thankful for the Detroit Lions being the hottest team in the NFC. I don't know about all that. Yeah. I don't know about hottest. But we do love to see the Lions turn around. We really do. Um, going off of, I think this was David, right? David said this with Justin Fields. That is my second point. That is my second thing that I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that Justin Fields is fun again. Because this is one of the most fun QB prospects that I scouted with him coming out of Ohio State. When you look at how things started this year, didn't look a lot better than it did last season. First four weeks of the year, only a 50.2 overall grade, 44.1 passing grade, and just a 65.6 rushing grade. Since then, week five and on, 81.3 overall grade, 63.8 passing grade. Okay, so we're not there yet, but we're getting a lot better. And an elite 92.1 rushing grade. They have gotten him involved with these design run games that Mike, you've talked about so many times already this season. And it has improved his confidence across the board. This team is believing in Justin Fields. They are rallying around Justin Fields. They are setting up their game plan around Justin Fields. And even more detailed than that, to Justin Fields' strengths, to his progressions, how he is going to become a better quarterback in the NFL. And I am thankful for that because as we have seen him break records already for rushing, this is an incredibly talented player and I love to see him performing well. It just makes the league more fun. When you get high, unique, talented guys like this, that's what makes the league way more fun. So I'm very thankful for it. Yes, it is. And I was one of mine was just going to be the new wave of mobile quarterbacks. See, it's far more exciting to watch guys who can make plays outside the pocket than it is to see the normal pocket passers that the NFL has been for, you know, the entire, almost the entirety of the NFL. So very thankful for that yep. as well. My last one here, though, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the IJF viewers. It's just football. Uh. We started this only a few months ago. Wasn't sure what it was going to become. Very thankful for what it has become. Very thankful for all the loyal viewers who tune in every day to watch us. Lord knows there are probably a lot better things you could do with your time but I'm thankful that you spent it with us. There are so many different places that you guys could take in your football content, no matter what time of the day it is. So 
I'm with Mike. I, we, this is this can be a joint one as well. It's not my third one, but it could very well be. Very thankful for you guys. Thank you guys so much for buying into a brand new show, for taking a chance on it, for tuning in every single day at 11, for getting in on the chat. It makes our job so much fun. Doing a daily show? I've never done a daily show before. I don't think you've ever nope. done a daily show before, so it was kind of something brand new for us, uh, and it was a little bit of a leap of faith there, but it's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun to come to work every day, and, and you guys are definitely the reason why. Getting back to the chat here. Oh, wow. Look at this. Look Look at the sentimental stuff here. Burning Ham says he's thankful for the PFF crew, the A-tier content across the board. David also said thank you for it. Thankful for it's just football. Man, you guys are you guys are hitting us right in the feels this morning. Carlos said thankful for slightly higher impact, the defensive impact this season. What team? Carl, you gotta say what team. I don't know what team it is. Um let's see, what else we got here? Nate. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm reading a couple of these that are uh, that are that are very funny. A couple of people are shouting out some other quarterbacks. Obviously, when you were talking about the quarterback class, Anthony Richardson, Cam Ward, Spencer Petrus. Okay, maybe not Spencer Petrus. I don't that think might, even uh, that might. Spencer Petrus is never mind. I'm not going to go too far. That might not be it. Dante's thankful for Brad Holmes. All right, okay, Brad Holmes, obviously. Obviously, a guy who has uh, done some nice things for the Detroit Lions in the draft. Could acquire in some talent. They're on the up. Maybe not the hottest team, but, you know. Jason says, thank you for the Rams sucking as well this year. Come on. I mean, I guess you're a division guy. You got to be. Quell. I knew we were going to get one from Quell here. Nick Sirianni, the heart of Philadelphia. If you're a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you got to absolutely love Nick Sirianni. Okay. Oh, yeah. Final one for me as you guys get off your final things that you're thankful for this NFL season. I said I wasn't going to get Homer with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I am going to get Homer with this one. This is a Florida Gator. This is a guy that is near and dear to my heart. Damian Pierce finally getting the workload. As an RB1 in the NFL, you absolutely love to see it. I'm so thankful for it. I said during the draft season that Damian Pierce, whether or not he was going to be your RB1 when it was all said and done, he was going to be your favorite running back in this class. And I think that as people got to watch his interviews and just find out what kind of a great guy he is, how hilarious he is, how much he loves the game, how genuine he is, you, it's it's somebody that you want to root for. And the fact that he's getting to go off this way is just something that absolutely warms my heart. His career highs at UF had 106 carries in, tw- that should say 2020, 20, it says 2022, it should say 2020, and then 575 rushing yards in 2021. This year, he's got more carries than he ever had in any year at UF, and he's got more rushing yards than he ever had in any year at UF, and the season ain't even over. It just it's it makes me so happy that he's finally getting that kinds of uh, kind of usage. And I'm not saying that with any disdain in my heart. I know some people are going to bring up a certain name, maybe Dan Mullen, but I don't want to see that. I don't want to hear that. I'm not going to say that. Instead, I'm just happy for Damian Pierce. Glad that he's having success in the NFL. Because it's a lot of fun to watch for Texans fans, for UF fans, and for fantasy football fans alike. Yeah, he's on pace to almost match in this season his entire career rushing total at Florida. Insane. Insane underutilization of a unique talent. Uh, Ryan Richen said he's thankful for the future of NFL quarterback Jordan Love. Okay. <laughs> Shout out, Ryan I, uh, Richen. I'm not quite as thankful, but... We'll see. Hey, you Maybe said, I hey, will be. You said, he was gonna, he, you said he was going to take over. He said, David said he's thankful for Alabama being out of the playoffs. I know that a lot of people probably agree with that. Yeah, I'm not a big Alabama hater, but uh, I think it was time. I think a lot of people are ready to see some new teams in there. Walt, here we go. Walt's thankful for his four-pound boneless leg of lamb that he is cooking for Thanksgiving. Yeah, Going that lamb. Sounds, that sounds fine. Going lamb. Not traditional, but I mean, I there's actually, no like. I'm actually going to have to put that in the back of my mind for the uh, food draft the food that we're draft. having later. If I didn't... Walt can send us a, a photo of that, that'd be fantastic. Just email us. Do we have? We put it on we tweet have... it, whatever. I was going to say, do we have an email? I don't know. I'm not running the email. You I figured email, email would be Twitter better account. than asking Walt to tweet. That's true. That is very true. That is very true. Do you guys? Do you guys in the production portal? I know I'm putting you on the spot. Anything you're thankful for for your uh, for your NFL teams? This season? This is a dumb question. No. It's Joe Burrow. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. So these this, so fucking no. this, this, these, were, these were the expected answers that I wanted to hear. Is I wanted to hear Quinn say obviously Joe Burrow and just the way that, in which he said it. And then I wanted to hear Sob say, No, I'm not thankful for anything as a Browns fan, because there's nothing there for it. No, we are up to par. 
I already, uh, I already. Stone, do you have anything else uh, with C with the Seahawks? Guys, can can I just read this wall chat out loud, oh, please? Oh Lord, sure. Yeah. Thankful I left my my ex wife in 2018, who used to look like Cheryl Ladd three to four years, then got fatter and fatter each year. Happy Thanksgiving, Walt. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. We're Walt. thankful for that too. You Sounds wouldn't be like here without a breakup. Without Good it. for you. Good for you, bro. Our guy's on the other side. Our guy came out the other side and is a and is just living his best life, I suppose. All right, that was uh that was some good that was some good stuff there. Uh, now you know this is this is a good segue. We're talking we were talking about food. Walt was bringing up lamb before he brought up his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. So we thought this would be a fun thing to do. There's a lot of different opinions on what you think about certain Thanksgiving food. The taste, the consistency, you know, where it ranks versus other things that you have to fill limited stomach space with. So we wanted to take that to the NFL. I told you we were going to combine foods and NFL teams, so let's do it here right now. We each have three NFL teams that we are comparing to a Thanksgiving food. Once again, would love to hear from you guys as well. If you think that there is a perfect explanation between a Thanksgiving food item and an NFL team's current identity, hit us up in the chat. Mike, what's your first one? My first one is pecan pie. Okay, so you say pecan? Pecan. You don't say pecan? No. Which one's southern? Pecan? Pecan. Well, so I actually looked this up because I thought that pecan was southern, but it turns out more northern people say pecan. Okay, so pecan. I say pecan. I say pecan too. But pecan pie is fun to say. Yeah. So I won't hate against people. Okay, no. But I think it is pecan. I think it is pecan. Pecan pie? Yes. Miami Dolphins. Ooh, okay. Why? It's a decadent dessert. (laughs) Something you're going to look forward to. It may not be... No, giving you all the nutrients you need. You may not have the defensive side of the ball. It may be a little bit one-dimensional in a, in a way in that it's just pure sugar. But you're not going to – you're going like, to like what you see. You're going to like what you – you're going to enjoy it. That's the Miami Dolphins. Okay. All right. I could see it. I could see it there. I just, pecan pie is not my, uh, not my top dessert. Oh, when it well, comes you're to, just wrong, it comes to <laughs> Thanksgiving, but we will uh, we will get to that in a sec. All right, I got to start with a controversial one. Okay, I've been on record on Twitter.com mm-hmm. slandering ham. Yes, I it's you know it's it's become a brand, it's and I'll say I'll say you know what in my in my younger years it was a little hot headed about it, called it trash. I don't love it. Maybe it's, not, maybe it's not trash, but it is the lowest tier meat, and I'm sticking by that. That is absolutely true. But the truth about ham is that ham knows what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it, it's steady. It's ham. The reason why I don't choose it often is because I think it's a low tier meat. It's got a low ceiling, but it does have a high floor. It's hard yeah. to screw up ham. Because they cooked it for you already. Right. Yeah. You know? So when I look at ham, I see a high floor but very low ceiling here. I see the New York Giants. I'm sorry. And some parts of this comp is a compliment. Brian <laughs> Dable serving it up beautifully there, as we can see. I think the Giants are high floor, low ceiling team. Do I think they're going to outscore some of the best offense in the NFL? No. That's why I think that main dishes like lamb, like a well-cooked turkey, like all of that to me, way better than him. So I think that that's, I, I just don't think they have a high enough ceiling. However, you screw up cooking the lamb, if you overcook the lamb, if you try to deep fry a turkey and it absolutely fails because you've never done it before, guess what? Ham's still going to be ham. So it's going to catch you off guard, and all of a sudden, you may not have thought this, but it might end up being the best thing that you have there because you just didn't have any better options to mm-hmm. choose from. So when I look at the New York Giants, if you mess up the high ceiling stuff, if you try to get too flashy, ham might surprise you. Yeah. No Brian Dable weight jokes. Come on. No. Let's just give her none of those. Okay. All I, right. didn't, I didn't say one of them. I know. The you, did. you literally <laughs> know, did. You did. No I one make them. No one make them. No one make them. So can, I think, I, can I give a ham take, though, real quick? Sure. You can give a ham take. Better for leftovers. A little more versatile. That's good. I think it keeps better. It does keep better. So I'm not like a huge ham on Thanksgiving guy, but it is good if you, you know. Ham. Two, three days later, you got some. Uh, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. A turkey sandwich or a ham sandwich? Which one are you picking? Because mine's not even close. It's still a turkey sandwich. Okay. You know? Yeah, with cranberry sauce. No, I, I mean like okay, maybe a little bit soft. I'll give you. I, I will give you this. Lob. Thank you. I will give you. I will give you this lob. I will agree with you there, but I don't. I just. I don't agree with that either. Mm-hmm. I think ham's the lowest tier meat that you could have. That's my take. 
sticking to it. All right, I, I'm not opposed. But if to you that screw, thing. but if you screw up the other entrees, yeah. unfortunately, there might not be any better options because ham's gonna be steady. And no steady. identity. All right, there you go. My next one, mac and cheese. This is Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, high floor, tear it, tear it. but also a high ceiling. It is a crowd pleaser. It's got a little something for everybody. You, you like, you like the running game. Eagles can give you that. You like some high-level plays in the passing game? You got A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Fast Batman on the outside. You like rushing the passer? Hey, they can do that. You like playmakers in the secondary? You got Darius Slay and James Bradbury, too. We, we got a little something. No what one's going to turn what down. this picture? No one's going to turn down mac and cheese, especially if it's got Jalen Hurts' face on it and Jason Kelsey popping out of the middle, as we see there. But <laughs> is that Eagles Gordon mac Ramsey? And cheese? You can't really go wrong with the Eagles this Wait, season. Wait, is that actually Gordon Ramsay? I have no idea who it that is. It looks like it. Chef, he's chefing it up. Chefing. You know, it's, you know what's funny about this is that there's a plate of mac and cheese on the side. You see that? Yeah. And yet and whoever eating is eating this is just eating out of the... That's that's an, alpha, that's an alpha, alpha move, though. Yeah, true. That's, that's actually an alpha move, move, which is uh, what Nick Sirianni <laughs> is doing here. Absolutely. Okay, uh, red... Zone read network, Panthers equal turkey. Defense is the dark meat, it's good, but the offense, the white meat is bad. Ooh, okay. I like that. All right. Like a little multi layered take there. Quell agreeing with me. This is why you're smart, Trevor. Ham is trash. The burning, no. <laughs> burning, the burning ham said, I'm low tier. I'm sorry, burning ham. I didn't mean that. I like this one. Mashed potatoes, Detroit Lions. This is from Nathan TMF. Everyone likes them. Staple of Thanksgiving, but soft and mushy like the Lions defense. That's fair. Okay, that's a fair take. And they weren't too mushy this past weekend. Fair take, fair take. DT Dynasty. For me, Patriots or Turkey. Expected results. Expect, expected results, but not the best. The Sacramento Kings are that one dish someone makes for 20 years and it's never good, but surprise, it's actually somehow good now. Like the green bean crackle. Bobby said the Raiders are a meal that looks great but has no seasoning. Oh, that's a good take. That's a good take. I'm actually going to stick with the Patriots for my next one. I think the Patriots are stuffing. I'm a stuffing fan mm -hmm. because stuffing to me is a staple every single year. You can't have Thanksgiving without stuffing. You also can't have the, the postseason without the New England Patriots. Every year, no matter what, it's always there. Are the Patriots the flashiest? No. Some people would call them boring, but they're steady and they show up every single year. They're a staple of what goes on. So are the Patriots. Patriots sitting here. We're trying to get rid of them. We're trying to get rid of them so bad. Please, Patriots, just stop making the playoffs. It's like Alabama. We've had enough of you. And yet, every time you go to the Thanksgiving table, what's sitting right there staring at you? Stuffing. Because it's goat. And what are you going to put on your plate? Stuffing. A big-ass fucking spoonful of stuffing. Of, of stuffing. So I think that the New England Patriots are stuffing because they're consistently good. Yeah. It's hard to screw it up. And when it all comes down to it, when that time of year comes, Patriots are right there. Yep. All right, my last one. Yep. What Cranberry sauce. Ooh. Had to do it. We, oh, we're bringing it up? Los Angeles Rams. You oh, hate so to do it. This is it's, bad. It's in a bad way. Because cranberry sauce is not healthy, but it's also not good. Is, is the is the long-term health of this Rams franchise. They, they, they are not in a healthy point in terms of their draft capital, in terms of their cap, but they're also not good because their gross. offensive line is in gross. a tough spot right now. But somehow we're still forced to kind of talk about them because they have big names and they just won the Super Bowl and people are asking questions of why, but it's because the talent's not walking through that door in the offensive line and a number of different positions on this roster because They've been living unhealthy for too long. Cranberry mm. sauce. Like cranberry sauce. That was a good last line. Just been living unhealthy for too long. Too long. It's mm. a good take. I also hate cranberry sauce. Tyler? Super Bowl ring. <laughs> <laughs> Still got a ring. There you go. All right. That was a good clapback. I respect it. I absolutely respect it. Patrick says mac and cheese is that prospect who has no flaws, falls in the draft, because they play a low-value position, but are literally a Hall of Famer from day one. Creed Humphrey and Tyler Linderbaum? Yeah. It's true. That's right fair. there, right? I feel I feel like that's a good comp. Patrick, that's a good comp right there. Uh, Burning Ham is just absolutely taking slander all over this show. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Burning Ham. It's not you. <laughs> it's literally what you named your it's account after. Man. And if you are an actual ham... At least I'm not going to eat you. That's that's all that's all I've got. That's the compliment that I've got. You're going to survive. You're going to be on the table a long time because I'm not going to eat you. Um, ooh, Walt says cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce gardener. Because he thinks it's good. Because he likes it. Uh, 
Okay. Terrible. All right. Uh, last one for me. Apple pie. You started off with pecan pie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end it with apple pie here. You know why? Because it's the undisputed top seed. It's the Ooh. undisputed top seed of Thanksgiving meals. Come on, baby. We'll get to that later. Come on. Apple pie is as strong and as steady as it gets. One of the highest ceilings of anything that you will eat on Thanksgiving. Many challengers in the dessert category. For years, people have been trying to come up with some dessert better than apple pie. You know what? It's nothing there. It's Kansas City Chiefs. Since they've had Patrick Mahomes, since they have found the secret ingredient to that recipe, whatever it is, nobody's touched him. Nobody will touch the apple pie. I know a guy who's 2-0 against apple pie. Just saying. You know? Might be 3-0 here in a couple weeks. <laughs> Quinn's on one today. Yeah. I, I love it. How's Quinn, he doing against the Browns? Quinn's on one today. The opposite. <laughs> I'll take it. Ooh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. People are going crazy for apple pie not being the best. What's going on with you guys? Cherry pie is better? What? How? Jared says he's never had apple pie on Thanksgiving? Jared! You're officially invited to my house because you need to have apple pie. Ooh. Zach said pumpkin pie. Thoughts on pumpkin pie? I'm a, I'm a pumpkin pie fan. Okay, great. You can literally have the entire thing because it's bad. Mm. A pumpkin roll. It's bad. Pumpkin it's bad. Pie. What's a pumpkin roll? What is this? What are you, what are you trying to... What are you trying to Pum- poison me? You don't know pumpkin roll. No one? The thing with like the... Sob, what do you eat? It's just it's, it's like pumpkin bread. <laughs> what do you eat at your house? It's almost like a cinnamon what's the, roll What's the What's situation. the main? Delicious. What's the it main? Are you, you doing ta- are you eating tilapia? Wrong. Are you eating tilapia and mango salsa for Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we doing here? I need well, to know. It actually sounds wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like traditional Thanksgiving food, but tilapia with mango salsa, yeah, I don't... Don't tempt me. (laughs) Listen, seafood and salsa is a good combo. I'm just not looking for it on the day of Thanksgiving. Although I will say people who have pivoted on Christmas instead of doing like ham for Christmas because ham is bad. Sorry, the burning ham. Doing steak instead. Yeah. Some kind of like mini fillets or whatever. Like that's way better. Prime rib. Prime rib is a good one. Prime rib also a good one. Caleb said Trevor likes pumpkin spice but not pumpkin pie. I don't like pumpkin spice though. No. I like them both. Do you just I like everything pumpkin-related? Um, yeah, I, I, I just like pumpkin. I, I'm not, like, massive fan, but I'm, I'm a fan of mm. it. Mm. Pie's the worst common dessert, and <laughs> Stephen called me lever because the L, of course, that I have to take, is delusional. Cake is greater than cookies, greater than brownies, greater than ice cream. Ooh, I'm going to have to lean pie over cake in the cake. Great debate. No. Cake also stinks. Mm, okay, I'm not going to go that far about cake, but takes a lower tier of. <laughs> DT Dynasty said, I'm allergic to apples. Trevor's trying to end me. Listen, you just got to. I've actually never heard anyone be allergic to You just got to be. I was going to say that's You got to be built different. Yeah. You got to be built different. You got to look your allergies in the eye and you got to say, not today. Today we're throwing up. I mean, I'm just, eating just take EpiPen shots. Like a few during the day. <laughs> no, don't do this. Okay, obviously we're not we're not saying not that this. anybody should do this. Absolutely. Oh, John says cobbler over pie. Could agree with that. Could agree with that. But there we go. Those are our Thanksgiving food comps for some NFL teams. Hopefully, you guys had some fun with that. That was a lot of fun for us. We're gonna keep the fun rolling. Yeah. With everybody's favorite segment, it's Tuesday show. Even though it's the last show of the week, you knew we had to do it. Dogs of the week, baby. Let's go. Come on. We got we got to talk about dogs of the week. We gotta make sure that we get it in here this week. I'm gonna do a little song. Dog. He gets after it. He's a dog. Dog. He scored five touchdowns. Dog. He's a dog. Uh, He's a dog. He is a dog. Absolutely. He's absolutely a dog. We could have done dogs at the Thanksgiving table, but I feel like that would have been over- overkill. We don't. We, we don't need to do that. <laughs> Who's the dog at your Thanksgiving table? My uh, my drunk uncle that won't shut the hell up. Uh, he's he's an absolute dog. All right, so who is your first dog of the week from what we saw from the NFL this past First weekend? dog of the week is Aleem McNeil. Let's go. Lions, defensive tackle, second year Noah's tackle. He had the best game of his young career, 91.0 overall grade against the New York Giants, 10 pressures. According to Doug Hyde, that's the most we've ever charted in the PFF era by a man 320-plus pounds. Lee McNeil checks in 325. Ten pressures, three run stops, one man wrecking crew. Still young. 
One of the one of one of my favorites coming out of NC State because he was only a junior, only 21 years old when excuse me, only 20 when he was drafted. Now still only 22 years old. Won't turn 23 until next May. He's on the uphill climb. Let me show a little peek there. My second one, but Lee McNeil, mm. dog. dog, I love it, man. I like the Lee McNeil a lot coming out, man. He moves super well for a nose tackle. I feel like he's been. He's had to play a couple of different positions along the defensive line, not always at that traditional nose spot over the uh, over the last couple of games because Lions are trying to figure out what their best combination is along the defensive line. But when you play him at that nose position, so 0-1, something like that, I, I feel like that is his perfect home. He can give you the strength. He can give you the natural leverage. He can block things in the middle as a good anchor. But he can also pin his ears back a little bit and get after the yeah. passer, which we've been able to see as well. Love the shout-out there from Aleem McNeil. I'll stick on the trench. It was my first one. My first dog of the week, Linval Joseph, coming off the streets to play really well for the Philadelphia Eagles this past week. With Jordan Davis down, Philadelphia took a look at their defensive line. Quell's been saying this in the chat for the last couple of weeks. They got to get better. They went out, and they get Dominican Sue. They get Linval Joseph. Joseph, 85.4 overall grade, which was the best on the defense. It's actually a picture of Dominic Sue, so uh, not really Linval Joseph, unfortunately. But Sue also did play well. Yeah, Going to give a shout-out to him there. That's all good. It's not all a good. lot of pictures of Linval in a... Uh... I, I don't. I don't know if there were really any outside of uh, outside of the ones that would have populated very late. It's so the you know had to go with it. Look, you were thinking about Joe Burrow. It's fine. We got it. <laughs> Half a sack, a solo stop, and a 25% pass rush win rate for that interior defensive tackle, brother. He was signed just four days ago. Hadn't played in almost a year. I think yeah. it was nine or ten months since the last time he played. Comes off the street, and I think his quote after the game was something like, "Hey." Eagles had faith in me to bring me in, give me another shot. I had to make sure that I was worth it for them. He absolutely was, man. Before uh, before Jordan Davis is coming back here, they had to stay stout along the defensive line. Couldn't afford to lose any ground, especially with teams like the uh, Dallas Cowboys coming up. The Giants have the same record. Obviously, the Minnesota Vikings are right there. Keep the pace as well. So, Eagles, for as great of a start as they had, they got to keep stacking wins. Limbaugh Joseph, a, a good reason why they got a win this past weekend over the Colts. Yeah, and a big sort of another one of those, kind of like Rob Gronkowski coming back and looking better. How much just football takes a toll on your body? Oh, Sometimes yeah. when you're just old, you need the rest, man. You just could you just could use a few months away from the game to get back to your former self. My next guy on this list, the dogs of the week, David Long, Tennessee Titans linebacker. He had a hell of a game on Thursday. Let's hear about Seven it. Seven defensive stops, 89.6 overall grade. He has been holding together. A lot of this Titans team, one of the few stalwarts there with all the injuries they have taken so far this season. David Long has stepped his game up in a big, big way over the last handful of weeks. He now leads all off-ball linebackers, I believe, with 17 pressures on the season as well. I don't like 42 pass rushing snaps. He has been a versatile, explosive linebacker in the middle of that defense. Six-round pick back in the day. I like it. Well outperforming. Like it. Always love when the later drafted guys get in the dogs of the week second. Because yeah. that's what it's all about, right? It's about overcoming expectations, mm-hmm. standing out in a lot of different ways. This is what a dog is all about here. Caleb, shouting out Max Crosby, has to be a dog of the week. Had the forced fumble, blocked field goal back-to-back, had a nasty sack on a spin move this past weekend. Man, Max Crosby, I'm just going to be honest, he deserves some defensive player of the year love. He's not going to get it because the Raiders are terrible, and it's just it, it, it's not going to happen. But the way that he is playing, what he means to a defense that has been really up and down. In those low points, Max Crosby has still been super bright for him. So that's uh, I'm glad that Caleb gave him a shout-out there. Uh, Blank said Himmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo, four-touchdown night last night. Actually, let me, look at his, let me look at his final stat line here, okay? 20 for 29, 228, four TDs, zero interceptions. Mm. And you know what? He also hit the overprop that I bet yesterday. He did. He got over one, three. One rush, three yards, baby. You love to see that. Uh, a lot of Lee McNeil. Everybody loved the Lee McNeil shout-out. I did as well. Um, Takamar Dash said Jaquan Brisker. Jaquan Brisker, I believe, was the highest-graded player on the Bears' defense this past week, so that's a good shout-out as well. Walt, of course, Devontae Adams on the path for 106 catches, 1,500 yards, and 17 TDs this year. Quell, Jalen Hurts, put the team on his back, especially that last drive. I agree. That was a good one. Nico, going to the college football well. Spencer Rattler, six touchdowns. Massive win against Tennessee this past week. Absolutely love that as well. Steven? Giving a little salute, a little shout-out to Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson yes. has to be, has to be a dog of the week. I'm going to go to the defensive side of the football for my second one. 
Baltimore Ravens linebacker. Not Roquan Smith, but Patrick Queen. He has been under a lot of scrutiny, I feel like, in the early portions of his career because he is an athletic, but at times over-aggressive linebacker. So he's over, he's, he is over-pursuing ball carriers. Sometimes he's not where he needs to be in coverage because he's looking, he's looking down, or he's looking uh, into the backfield and he's trying to go where the ball is going. And I think because of that, we've seen some low grades from Patrick Queen over the course of his early career. Not been the case since they traded for Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith's presence has elevated Patrick Queen to another level, man. 90.9 overall grade this past week and a 92.2 run defense grade. He also had a 73.6 coverage grade, 10 tackles, led the team. Six solo stops, led the team. And this is the second week in a row in which he has posted a really great number. I think he had an 85.5 overall grade last week. Of course, a 90.9 grade this week. Patrick Queen playing some of the best ball in his career. And he's making all sorts of impact in coverage and run defense and pass rush. Everything, man. So that is a total package to me for a dog of the week. He has almost as many stops already this season as he did all of last season. 34 this year, 36 all of last season. It was kind of just a matter of when. Right? He, he, you could see the splash plays. He has the sideline, sideline athleticism. Like, it's all there. It's just when's the game going to get back to the speed he was playing his last year at LSU. And, and I think over the past five or six weeks, he's there. He, he is that guy that we saw on tape. And he was another guy, young coming out. He's still only 23 years old at linebacker position. Like, it takes these guys some time, and Queen's coming on strong. Who's your last guy? Last guy. Guy who's, I, I think, may have even made it before, or at least gotten a shout-out before. It's Travis Kelsey. Three touchdowns. Sure. Now leads the NFL with 11 it. touchdowns at the tight end position at 33 years old. He's 33 years old. Still playing at this level. We talk about you know, wide receivers at that age. That's like the end of their careers. And he's on pace now for one of the best seasons of his entire career. Travis Kelsey has to get a dog of the week shout out for just how impactful he continues to be. I'm not going to lie, man. When I was watching that Chargers Chiefs game, there were some of those routes where I was like, is Travis Kelsey 24 or 33? Because he looked he he looked like he had some extra juice this past week. He was fast, man. And he, look, I know that Father Time catches up to everybody, unless you're Tom Brady, and then actually you are Father Time. So I know that the cliff is coming at some point for Travis Kelsey because athleticism is the first mm-hmm. thing to go, right? But it ain't this year. Yeah. It ain't wow. even close to this year. He is playing unbelievable. I, I just felt like the athleticism popped, and, and when you talk about a guy who's 33 years old who's been doing this for a long time, you think the intelligence is the thing popped, right? You know, okay, shorter routes, some curls, some hooks. Okay, get into where the defenders aren't in zone coverage, right? Be savvy, be smart. This dude's outrunning people. He's just he's just saying, give me the ball. I'm going to go make yards after the catch. Magic happen. Average depth of target of five yards, and yet a 19.2 yards per reception average this past week, which was which was awesome, man. I, Kelsey definitely had to be in this group no matter what. Before we read some last ones from the chat, my last one. Dude, I don't know if you watched Chris Lindstrom this week, but my God, the Falcons guard Chris Lindstrom was a monster. Get this, 95.6 overall grade this past week. A 93.1 run blocking grade. Had an impact run block rate, which means a positively graded run block play, on 34.5% of his plays. One third of his plays got a positively impacted grade, which is so difficult to do. 90 season grade, which is first among all guards and centers this year. I went, when I saw that grade yesterday, I had to go watch uh, a, a, a ton of his clips from yesterday, and the dude's just a monster. He's, he is exploding off the ball. The way that this guy gets to the second level and gets you in between his shoulders is a thing of beauty. He operates in space about as well as any guard does in the NFL, and you're seeing so many high-impact blocks because of it. Because he's a trench player, because he plays with physicality, because he plays with speed as well. That is what makes him the ultimate dog of the week for me. I had to get Chris Lynch down here, and I wanted to save the best for last. Yeah, I mean, he's a big reason why this Falcons run game is so difficult to stop. No right? doubt. It's because... It, they, he is one of the best athletes at the guard position in the NFL, and they get those guys out in space a lot. This offensive line, it can move, and they're really taking advantage of that fact. So when you play the Falcons, you better have to be at the linebacker position or else you're going to get exposed. Amari Cooper getting a shout-out from Phillip. 
which is which is which is fantastic. That's obviously one that needed. James said Cam Haywar, and then said Cam Hugh Yard. Obviously, he means Cam Hayward. Mm. James, James, we knew what you meant. Cam Hayward was, of course, fantastic this week playing against the Cincinnati Bengals. Feels like he is every every week. He's just he's another one. Father Time is uh, he, he he's elusive. He's mm-hmm. he's forcing some missed tackles on Father Time. There, we're getting some Brett Maher shoutouts. Have we established whether or not kickers can be dogs? Uh, yeah. I mean, kickers, of course, can be dogs. No, just Justin Tucker. So Justin, unless Tucker's you're the, Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker's yeah. the only kicker. Yeah, unless you're the goat, you're probably. I feel like it has to. I feel like in order to be a dog as a kicker, you've got to do something. Like, if you make a kick, you just start talking shit to somebody. You right? either have to have or the longest it. kick of all time, or have one hit we in on the special arsenal, teams. On special yeah, teams, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. a bomb. Okay. If you don't, you're still just kicking. Then you're just kicking. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, T. Higgins, we're getting a shout out from Abel Fett there for T. Higgins. Juwan Johnson. Nathan also wanted to shout out Juwan Johnson. Man, Philip also saying Brad Maher. We're getting we're getting Brad Maher love out here. Okay, all right, okay. Chris Lidstrom sounds like sweet potato pie. Really damn good, says Quell. There we go. We're mm-hmm. bringing it all around. Uh, there we go. Those are our dogs of the week. Thank you guys for getting in on that segment as well. It's a lot of fun for us to do. It's a lot of fun for us to read some shoutouts from you guys there. Mike, we got one more segment that we got here on the show. Oh yeah. We're drafting against each other. Okay. Mike's a draft guy. I'm a draft guy. It's Thanksgiving. So it's time to draft a Thanksgiving plate. Let's go. Sometimes when Mike and I do drafts against each other, we got to do the draft ahead of time because we got like topic bars. We got full screens that we got to build. We just got to do them ahead of time. Not this time. This time it is all live right here. Snake draft style. We are building a Thanksgiving plate. So you got a main, a main meat. It says two sides. You want to do three? Let's do three sides. Let's do three sides. Three sides minimum. Mm-hmm. Shout out the brand. We'll do three sides, a dessert, okay. and then a drink as well. Doesn't have to be the drink that you are enjoying while eating food. Could just be a Thanksgiving Day drink, something yeah. that you like there. Yeah. So we can draft these in any order. It's not like we got to pick the main first, then the sides, then the dessert. Okay. So a lot of strategy goes into it as well. Who do you want? It's snake draft style. So if you pick second, you also pick third. I'll go first. Can oh, I go first? Okay. All right. Is that all right? All right. I'll let you go first. I want it because I want there's one easy first overall pick, and it's stuffing. Oh, okay. But we're starting off with stuffing. Okay. All right. Is first on the list. All right. Stuffing should be a year round dish. The fact that it's not served at more restaurants instead of like tater tots is a crime. It, it is in the similar sort of vein to something like that, but objectively better, in my opinion. Yeah. Stuffing needs more year round plates. One of the probably only like Thanksgiving staples that no one else gets the rest of the year that people should actually get the rest of the year. Okay. Stuffing. All right. One. Okay. Now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask, are you like a boxed stuffing guy or are you like Stuff a the turkey. Uh, box stuffing gets hated on a little bit. Stock stuffing's good. Obviously from scratch, probably going to be a little bit better, but either way, so you, you want it in, in the, the turkey, turkey. Oh, get the turkey juice. Primo. Isn't it called, I, I have no idea if this is true because I've only yeah. ever called it stuffing. Stuffing it, if it's in the turkey. Dressing if it's dressing not. Dressing if it's not. Yeah. But I don't know. It's stuffing. I've only ever called it stuffing. Exactly. It's stuffing. My family's Italian, so sometimes we throw some Italian sausage in the stuffing, and buddy. That's probably heat. It is absolutely heat. Okay, I'm going to need a ruling on this first one because I get the next two picks here. Sure. Okay? I'm going to need a ruling. All right. Is lamb enough of a Thanksgiving meat to where I can pick it? I'll say sure. I'll what, give it to what, you. What, okay, production portal people. I need all four of you to vote. Can I get lamb here as a main meat? I will say yeah because I've had lamb. I don't know if it was for Thanksgiving, but I've had lamb as a holiday meal. Okay. And uh, rack of lamb is exquisite. It is indeed. A good rack of lamb is excellent. As I, Eli, Eli. What do you, what, I would say no. You would say no? Okay, you're Why would ab- you say you're, no? You're an absolute hater. All I've right. never had it for Thanksgiving. So okay. to me, that is a no. <laughs> I'm going yes. Well, Shout out Walt. I mean, anything other than turkey really doesn't fall under Thanksgiving meat. That was the problem. Mm. Like that's holiday meat. Okay, so point. I'm going. I'm going rack of lamb. I'm going yeah. lamb here for my first pick. Then there. we better be able to include mine. I mean, would you just want to take like brisket too? Then since we're just not making it like a Thanksgiving meal at all. Brisket yeah, actually, you, yeah, know you, know like to, you know what I'd like to include is a tomahawk ribeye. Yeah, you you'll can... be nowhere near yeah. my family's. <laughs> your my family's plate. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would draft a tomahawk ribeye if I could. That's why I wanted to ask. Look, I wanted yeah. to ask because I wanted All to make out. sure we. I wanted to make sure that we were within the boundaries. So I'm gonna go rack of lamb here. Yeah. If I couldn't go lamb, I was gonna go turkey. I'm gonna go mac and cheese next. I'm gonna mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. It is hard to screw up mac and cheese. The floor is high. The ceiling is higher. Throw a little bit of jalapenos in there as well. Now we're absolutely talking. Going mac and cheese here. So my first two picks, I'm going rack of lamb, and I'm going mac and cheese. Okay. Oh, mac and cheese was high on my list. Yeah, I, I bet I it was. Be I, be, yeah, I bet, I bet it was. I bet it was. I right. absolutely smoked. Since you already drafted a main, I don't, I don't need to touch any mains. Nope. I think I'm going to go. That's just smart draft. That's just smart I think draft I got to go there. two sides here. I, I think I got to go. Mac and cheese, or you just went mac and cheese. I did, I did. So, so I think can't. I got to go. You cannot. We're going to go sweet potato Ooh. casserole. Ooh. Sweet potato casserole ribs. Okay. You never had sweet potato casserole, you're missing out. I mean, sweet potatoes is, are objectively just better than a potato. Whoa. potato. Whoa. At all times? Yeah. Um, and then. What about f- sweet potato fries or just like regular fries? Still better. Still sweet oh. potato, still better. Wow. And then my last one, going a little healthy here. Okay. But we're going a little green beans and bacon. Oh, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's kind of like a that wouldn't you know, have been, that natural pairing. Okay, sure. But you sure, can't sure, just sure, have sure, you can't sure, just sure, have sure, jacket sure, inside. Sure, 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 sure. Can't okay. just go three like if I went stuffing, sweet potato, and then mashed potato, okay. you'd feel like death. So we go in a little around the world there. Okay. Does a roll count as a side? Yes, it does. That's rolls aside. Okay, all right, all right. I'm just making sure. Just making sure. Okay. I still want stuffing. I didn't want too many car, you know, starchy carbs in that plate. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brussels sprouts for my next one because I'm a big sprouts Fair. guy. They're good. I like sprouts. Sprouts are. I know it's kind of can sometimes mm-hmm. be a little controversial, but I would have even. I would have picked sprouts above green beans. I like green beans as well, but we're a little higher on my ranking, so I'm gonna go Brussels sprouts as my veggie there. You gotta get some veggies in there. You gotta fool yourself into thinking you're eating a little bit healthy, so it's a combined meal. And um, you know what? I'm gonna make sure I take it. And then if we have to have a debate war here afterwards, we can, but I'm just laying claim to it. I'm going to take gravy. Oh. I'm going to take gravy. I'm taking right. gravy. That's fair. So you can't put gravy on a meat, on a main now. And I get, I get some gravy on the lamb. I get a little bit of gravy on the, ma- the mashed smart. potatoes if, or uh, the mac and cheese if I want, a little bit of gravy on the Brussels sprouts. So the gravy counts as one of my sides then? Yeah. Okay. All right. Then I had, I had to make sure that I had to get yeah. it because it's a staple. See, Hold I on, guys. Chad has spoken here. Lamb is not allowed. So, Trev, you're gonna have to swap that one out. Well, then I'm, well, then I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go turkey. All right, that's fine. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm go turkey, which means the gravy pick even more important now. What is allowed though? I feel like that should be allowed, or else we don't have any other mains as like a because you have one. Only you have one other. I, I was thinking about this, and I'm not gonna overrule ham's, the chat because this is a this is a democracy here. But I would say turkey, ham, lamb, beef tenderloin. Yeah, that's I feel what like I was that's a solid. Oh, you were those are tenderloin. I was gonna go be. I was gonna go. Prime uh, I've, ne- I've never. Whoa, that's a Christmas. Whoa, whoa, that's like, that's whoa. a holiday. That's a holiday. Whoa. Those are holiday meats. Yeah. Hold on. Meats. Those are holiday Hold meats. Hold on. If you, no, 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 no. I completely disagree with all of these. It oh, should just be like turkey Lord. and ham. I'm just saying. That's what I thought. That's why I wanted to get. That's why I wanted to get turkey early. Because if not, then I was gonna be sitting there with ham. We should have laid down these ground rules prior. Well, I just, that's, I just that's think, why we're I doing the draft you, live. Okay, I, I'll, I'm I'll sticking with lamb. Stick with lamb. I'm sticking with lamb. And if you guys got to come at me, then that's fine. You, you just, just sub it out for turkey, whatever. But right. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not yielding lamb if he gets a you can get with lamb. lamb. You, can get with, you can keep lamb. You can pick beef tenderloin. And I'm, I, won't pick, I won't pick beef tenderloin. But then in parentheses, you have to put ham. Okay. No, I, I won't pick beef tenderloin. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with mine. I'm going to go drink. Ooh. Red wine. Nice. Okay. All right. Like a, like like a, a nice glass of red wine. Maybe cab. like a Pinot. A little cab. cab. Okay. Either sure, or. Sure, 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 sure. Can't go wrong. All right. Nice glass of red wine. And I'm going to go dessert. Oh, all right. Pecan pie. Okay. Pie. All right. You were going to pick I it, do, but it's the one. I do love pecan pie, but uh, I, I'm, you're right. You're right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not picking that one. So for my, I think I only have two left. I got yeah. a dessert and I got a drink. I'm going to go with apple pie because I think apple pie is the goat. So I'm going to go with apple pie See, there. I, I think apple crumbles better than apple pie. Okay. Whatever the whatever the saying. F kind of uh, apple pie cobbler crumble. Well, apple you're crumble serving. is kind of like a bowl with apple, the crumble shit, and then maybe like a little 
uh, whipped cream on. Whatever. I'm That's going fine. apple pie. Okay. I'm, I'm Hold on. Fair. I'm One going. more little thing, and then I'll shut up. Have you guys ever had, like, uh, Omaha Steaks, the caramel apple tartlets that those things come Have with? Have not. No. It's the best dessert on the face of the earth. What? Yes. Caramel what is this apple. called? Caramel apple tartlets from Omaha Steaks. Tartlets. Shout out Omaha Steaks. Yeah, I was going to say, you shout guys out want to be a sponsor? <laughs> yeah, Omaha, send me as many as you want. Omaha Steaks, get caramel in the chat. apple tartlets. Since okay. we're talking apple desserts, caramel apple tartlets from Omaha Steaks with we like a side to, of vanilla ice cream. To, we might have to get this for the. Uh, See, for the I, that was kind of more in my vein though of like the apple crumble like side thing that's its own is better than a very similar yeah of apple, but. Go on. Your, your choice. <laughs> Apple pie and what's your drink? Uh, Ryan Richen said Miller Lite. I'm not going to pick Miller Lite, but that's Miller obviously Lite was my number two. <laughs> Strong call. That was my number two. Uh, okay, my drink is something like apple cider, bourbon type of cocktail. You know, like some sort of mix like that. You know, where it's like an apple cider, a bourbon, yeah. and, you know, you get some, some lemon in there, some bitters in there. So it's just like like an apple cider cocktail, and mm-hmm. I normally will mix it with those bourbon. Yeah, so that would, be, that. that would be mine. In all reality, I'm probably not going to have that Thanksgiving. You're having so much fucking apple, you can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna have yeah. Miller Lite probably. Yeah. So, but if I had my ultimate choice, then I'd probably pick that. Wine's a good call though. I mm. love I do enjoy a nice glass of wine during yeah. Thanksgiving. So that was a good call there. But uh, I'll go with a, I'll go with a holiday cocktail instead. For being honest, I'm just drinking water while I'm actually eating because there's mm. too many other flavors anyways. But uh, you know, afterwards, eh, sitting back, a little digestif, little little uh, little, yeah. little apple cider cocktail. So that's what I'm going. With. All right, and then my main. I'm gonna go smoke turkey leg. Okay. As I said, it was sure. yesterday. Sure. Okay. Smoke turkey right. legs. Fine. All right. Just get the leg. You don't need any of the white meat. Just the leg. That's fine. Primo. Right. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Blink said blue moon. Blue moon is what he is. Uh, ooh. Talk okay. more said corn souffle. Neither of us had corn. Mm. You corn Not guy? a big corn guy. Not no. a corn guy. Not the biggest corn. At any point in time? No. Like on the cob, it. like street corn, like I also had corn. knocked out my front teeth as a kid, and so I couldn't actually eat corn off the cob without it being extremely painful before I got Wait, my teeth. Wait, do you have fake teeth? Yeah, I have two front my two front teeth are fake. What? I knocked them out when I was ten. And so like eating corn was very painful before I had like permanent fakes in. So never really kind of ruined, kind of dampened it for me. But my plate, as stands. Turkey leg, stuffing, sweet potato, green beans and bacon, red wine, and a pecan pie. We're having a good Thanksgiving. The buzzer said corn in, corn out, and I'm laughing about that because it's unfortunately true. Uh, Blink says corn's a good depth piece. Yeah, neither of us had corn. I was prepared to go with corn if the draft ended up falling that way, but uh, it's, it just wasn't super high on my on my big board there. Um Philip said a little bit of milk to cleanse the palate afterwards. <laughs> no. I've never had that. Jim Harbaugh is watching the show. Thanks, yeah. Jim. Milk is not Let me been tell you my... what Jim Harbaugh is not having at Thanksgiving. A scared bird. Yeah. I, I haven't had milk at Thanksgiving since I was probably 16. Hmm. 16 was the cutoff. Once you could drive, yeah. you were out of there. <laughs> so I got to decide what was on my plate. Walt said he's a uh, Walt said he's a wine connoisseur, so he's definitely siding with your uh, oh, yeah. with your wine takes. Okay, so my plate, my full on Thanksgiving dinner. We have rack of lamb, and if you guys out there won't let me have rack of lamb, then I would would have picked turkey after that. Okay, mac and cheese, Brussels sprouts, gravy, apple pie, and a little apple cider holiday cocktail for my drink. Yours was. You're putting gravy on what though? Well, I give I'm on a turkey. lamb. I'm cool with gravy on. I'm cool with gravy on lamb. I think you. I think you, you little mismatched your plate there. No, no, I'm I'm solid with it. All I right. love gravy. I'm all, all right. about gravy. Cool. You, with pro- it. you probably should have gone. Should have gone just mashed potatoes instead and gravy. You probably could have. Could have gone. Could have gone. Could have gone with a roll. But I, roll. all I was saying is that if you were about to pick it, I wasn't going to lose it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to lose it. Fair. The problem was is that when I looked at the board and I thought about mashed potatoes and then also a roll, I was like, you know, I would want gravy with one of those things. Mm-hmm. So rather just pick the gravy. Well, I still think I won, based off of stuffing alone. Getting the number one pick was stuffing key is solid. To me. Was but, key to me, but. You don't have great gravy with stuffing. Well, you don't need it if the stuffing's cooked per- primo. I'm assuming everything's cooked to perfection. Sure, sure, sure. Which sure, is why sure, we're sure. throwing it on the plate. I don't know, man. I need I when I eat stuffing, and I do love I do love me some stuffing. I need. I still need some gravy. That's I like the taste of gravy. Right. I just like the taste of gravy. Walt's also in here defending me out here. 
little gra- little bit of gravy on some uh, some lamb. Walt's saying Ooh. I never had lamb. I love lamb. Mm. Uh, I'm not hating on lamb. Yeah, whatsoever. you just got beat to the lamb. punch. Yeah, the number one overall pick. The day the Packers won the Super Bowl, actually. So, better Thanksgiving plate. I'm voting for me. Hell yeah, I'm voting for me. I'm stuffing the ballot. Fifty-six percent right now. Are you for me? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. TJ says Mike got an A minus. Trevor got a C plus. Come on. No. Look. Look. He says he said stuffing is more than solid. I love stuffing. Stuffing would have been a very high pick for me, mm-hmm. but. My plate's better. I don't know what to tell you. Especially the fact that you don't get gravy. Your plate's good. I'm not going to hate on your plate. Yeah, okay. Just, all right. Okay. All right. Choosing between two elite plates. <laughs> Stuff and goat. Stuff and goat. If, if Neither I, have cranberry if sauce, I, if and I they're say, elite plates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sov can literally just have an entire plate of the canned cranberry sauce. No, 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 no. We can nah, just nah. drop it straight on your plate, and that's all you can eat. Maybe with a little bit of gravy on top. Okay, let's do the bro throw throwdown. This is our uh, bro throw throwdown for the week. We normally do it on Fridays, but since it's our last show of the week, we got to do it here. We're going to do it for the Thanksgiving Day games. We got the Bills at the Lions. Lions getting nine points at home on Thanksgiving. Feels disrespectful for the holiday season. We got the Giants at the Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by nine in this one. And we've got the Patriots at the Vikings. Vikings at home favored by three. So we're going to be – I want to hear what you have against the spread for each of these teams. And then tell me which one you're going to throw some money on for the bro throw throwdown for the people that may be challenging on. I I think I got the Lions to cover. Hottest team in the NFC right now, the nine-point spread. Hottest team in the I NFC, baby. The Giants to also cover because they drag everyone into the mud with them. Even if they're going to lose this game, nine points, they're going to drag you down to at least that. And then I got the Patriots to cover on the road. And my favorite bet, though, of the bunch, throw, throw, throw down bet. I like Pat's Vikings under 42. That is, without left tackle, Christian Dare saw the Minnesota Vikings. We saw how that worked out for them. Patriots, obviously, we said it before. Best defense in the NFL this season in terms of paper play against. They are cooking somehow. Bill Belichick master class on that side of the ball this year, but under 42 and a half. That's where I'm going. Is that the one that you would take? That's Is my that bro throw throwdown. Okay, yeah. so that's your bro throw throwdown. The uh, under the Vikings Pats game. If anybody wants to take Mike's money, you can go to brothrow.com backslash PFF. You can join the group and you can see Mike's bet right there. You can also look at, uh, you see the PFF app right there. That's where PFF Green Line is. You can see if Green Line agrees with Mike or not. You can put that into your decision. We're highlighting exactly how you guys can get into the group where you can place your bets for not just the Thanksgiving Day games, but any of the games this NFL season. We're focusing on Thanksgiving because it's the season. I, I'm taking the Lions. Taking the Lions, getting nine points. Hottest team in the NFC. Uh, I would be taking... I'd be taking the Giants getting nine as well. I just think that game is going to be a lot closer than a nine-point spread. And then I'd be taking the Vikings to overcome the three points against the Patriots. And for my bro throw throwdown, I think I'm going Lions. I think I'm going Lions with the nine points. Okay. That's a, that's a play. I hope they do. I hope they do cover. I'd love to see it. Love to see it. Mm-hmm. It'd be great for the Lions continuing what has been a rise from the ashes of what was the beginning of this season. And staying competitive against the Bills, I think it would be fantastic for them even if they don't win the game i think that, that would be uh that, that would be big for the lions there but uh, we'll take the lions in the nine points hottest team in the nfc at least i was told from the chat uh before we get out of here let's talk about the answer to the question of the day let's throw it up let's throw it up there one more time just so we can get our final guesses four current nfl teams have never won a game on thanksgiving day name the four teams i forgot my hint mid-episode so i'll okay. give it to you now okay none of these answers will surprise you that's my hint. Bengals, Texans, Jags. Um, Tampa never plays on Thanksgiving, to be honest with you. But I don't know if they have recently in one. I can't remember. Bengals, Texans, Jags. Jets? No, never, though? When did they start doing Thanksgiving? Jets have been around for forever. They've been doing it for a while. Right? All right, I'll, I'll probably say Bengals, Texans, Jags. I'm going to say Chargers. I'll say... Gosh. I'll say the Ravens. Okay. That's not good. That's not good, guess. All right. <laughs> Who are they? 
We're the four teams. All right, we're the four teams. Let's go. Let's see. Close. Bengals, Browns, Jags, Bucks. Oh, oh it was the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. So historically bad teams. Jags though get a pass. Uh, they've actually never played on Thanksgiving. There you go. So I figured that that would but be the case. Historically bad teams. I also feel like the Bucks. Um, I mean, their total number of games on Thanksgiving has to be one of the lowest. I, I was going to say, I mean, they used to be in a division with the Lions, so I was surprised in the old uh, what was NFC the, North. They used to be in the NFC North. Central or whatever? Oh, Central, sorry. Were they, yeah. were they in the Central? Were they in yeah. the Central? Hmm. Um, surprised. All right. Did anybody get it? Do we have a chat champ for the day? Does it have to do with the A couple people there? got it, but the chat champ has got to go to the man who took an absolute beating in the chat today and he didn't deserve it, and it's the Burning Ham. Wow, that's true. Bad that's holiday true. meet, but great, great chat champ. Bad so. holiday meet, but a fantastic, fantastic presence in the Issues Football chat. Shout out to the Burning Ham. Gets to be the chat champ, not just for this episode. <laughs> Not just for next episode, but also for the entire week of Thanksgiving, Birmingham gets to wear the crown. Not gonna look. Not gonna. Not gonna as long as you're gonna get to wear it until I know February when we're take a little hiatus. Well, maybe Christmas too. But yeah. actually, I don't think we're taking no, as long of a break long. for Christmas because yeah. it's on the weekend. Yeah. All right. Wow. Look at this. The lengthiest chat champ that we're gonna have here. Hey yo, uh, Birmingham, for a couple of days here for the holiday season. We love to see it. Won't be the chat champ. On my holiday plate, but Chat Champ in our hearts here on this show. Appreciate everybody watching. We had a lot of fun. This is a very outside-the-box show, but hopefully you guys enjoyed us uh, bringing a little bit of holiday twist into our NFL coverage. Enjoy the holiday season. Enjoy the time with friends, family, food, whatever it is you're eating. Enjoy some great football as well. We're going to be back first thing Monday morning to talk about everything that we saw for Thanksgiving as well as everything that we saw in the NFL as well. So for everybody in the production portal, I'm Trevor Sickman. That is Mike Renner. Have a good holiday, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Thanks, Tim. It's not about politics, it's about football. This is a simple game. We're going to run the ball, then we're going to pass the ball. You're just going to play football, really. How good of a football player are you? I just get it and try to spin it. That's all. I just love the game. It really is the best time of the year.